Hummel's Pop Show on Verse TV. Yeah, it's your boy Troy Reese. Okay. Thank you guys so much. I got my little. Hey, it's your boy Rocky. And this is your girl Yuri G. You already know who it be. OG, Messi, Johnson, the poet. Huh. Yeah, Prince Darren Dahl, country boy living the city dream. Ah, where the boat till I die? We'll leave till I die. <laughs> I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> I'm originally from Shreveport, Louisiana, uh, but I live in Newark, New Jersey. Verse TV. Thank you for tuning in to the Hummel's Pop Show on Verse TV. And this is your girl, Yuri G. You already know who it be. Um, and who we have here with us. Hey, it's your boy Rocky from Chicago. Hey, go get my book, Amazon Kindle, and then Apple Books. Go check me out on Main Street in Chicago. I may be coming out with some music in the future. Go check me out. Instagram, hey. All right, who's next? Rocky came into my town, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm just kidding. It's your boy Troy Reese. It's okay. Thank you guys so much. I got my little, got my little spice with my beads on today. What's good? All right, I know that's somebody else. Mm-hmm. Hey. <laughs> it's your girl, OG Messi Johnson, the poet, poet of the year of the Ohio Entertainment Awards, OG Muffy Johnson. <laughs> All right. And um, I think we got somebody else. <laughs> Yeah, Prince exactly. Darren Dahl, country boy living the city dream. Mm-hmm. Love it. All right. So we're going to go ahead and let everybody know where we're from. Um, I'm residing in Atlanta, but I'm originally from North Carolina. So um, where are you from? Rocky. So um, uh, 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 it says in my name, Rocky, the Chicago author. I mean, the place of the best pizza, Italian beef sandwiches. Maxwell Street Polish. I mean, you know, y'all gotta come to Chicago. I mean, hey. And who's next? Where you You know, I'm repping Harlem, New York all day, baby, but I live in the Bronx now. I'm in the Bronx too. But I'm from Harlem. Let's get it right. Let's go. Period, cuz. (laughs) All right, and Muffet. Ah, bitch, I'm from the land till I die. Ah. Till I die. Ah, why run a boat till I die? Till I die. BLE till I die. <laughs> I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Prince, where you from? Uh, I'm from originally from Shreveport, Louisiana, uh, but I live in Newark, New Jersey. Ooh, okay. shop in Newark? That's a sexy ass accent. Like Louisiana <laughs> and Jersey, though? Oh, <laughs> Let's talk about it. Give me two more years. Okay. I make some pretty babies. I make some pretty babies. Look at my look at my kids. I make some pretty babies. <laughs> well, we're gonna go ahead and get things kicked off. So it's called Solo in the Season Rolling Out. I mean, I'm sorry, Solo in the Season. So we're reading it from the rollingout.com, okay? In reference Good. to being solo during this holiday pandemic. Mary J. Bl- <clears throat> Mary J. Blige said that she would rather be currently solo than to keep repeating the same dating mistakes of her past. However, this is also reminded um, that Aaron Matt of of the Tisha Campbell song, Broken Heart, in which she sang, but I'd rather be lonely than unhappy. 
And later in the song, she reveals that she doesn't want the person to see that she is all alone again, okay? Where do we stand on this? Some say this is a lifetime of small, consistent things, um, and it could be equal to um, a lifetime, lifetime love. Why, why not? Which do you prefer and why? So, okay. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like personally, I think I could, I really can feel what she's saying because for me, um, you know, a lot of people waste your time and you've given so much energy to this relationship trying to build and people got alternative motives. They try to fuck you over. We live in a year of trying to be a savage, all this other bullshit. Um, so, you know, it's kind of like, I'd rather be lonely. I'd rather deal with my own self, my own insecurities, and have to deal with some bullshit from somebody else. Because it's like, when you have shit of your own, do you really want to be piling up somebody else's shit on top of your shit? Like, it's just, it's a lot. It's really a lot. Um, so, let me see. Let me go back. Because this is more questions. <laughs> You got this, Rocky. You got this. Okay, look, because look, I'm trying to get it together. Um, <clears throat> so, so, so the other part is some say that a lifetime of small, consistent things can be equal to one lifetime love. Why or why not? Why do you prefer or why? Um, for me, I've had plenty of flings and try to make them into relationships. I mean, it, it, I guess it, it's all with the, I always say it's with the vibe. If you have that type mm. of vibe for somebody, why mm. not? If you don't, you know, it, it, it does feel like a waste of time, but at least you know that, you know, that ain't the person. So, I mean, life is about taking chances and risks and blase, blase. I'm going to shut up then. Uh, so, Troy, what you think? <laughs> okay, so where do I stand on this? I mean, I feel like when it comes to me personally, I believe that love exists for everyone, um, but you also got to believe that love exists for you. Um, and so since I was 17, I knew that I wanted to be in love with someone, you know, build a life and, and grow, build some empires, you know, build a little family, all that. I've known that since I was 17, I know what I want, but I'm living in a society where most people are promiscuous, especially during this day and age, you know, mm. monogamous doesn't exist anymore. Um, no, I'm not going to say that because I'm not going to put that negativity in the air. It does if you want it. Um, I will say that it does if you want it. Um, but I don't think that a lifetime of small, consistent flings equals a, one lifetime, one long lifetime of love. Because to me, in those consistent flings, you're going to be dealing with different energies. You're going to, you know, you're never going to reach happiness with someone. So how are you ultimately going to, you know, how's it going to equal being? You, it's like happy with somebody for a long time or unhappy and uh, up and down happiness with a whole bunch of people who, who want to do that realistically in real life. Like, oh yeah, I just want to have up and downs with people just because I like being having flings. I don't think anybody in their life really wants to just do that. It's just like, I just think it's an issue, whether it's a, you know, uh, issue, personal issue of sex or whatever things that people deal with. It could be something that could just be dealt with and moved on with, but or dealt with and moved on. But I feel like, uh-uh, it's the same thing. I prefer to have a lifetime of love because I need to, I'd rather have up and down with one person than to have up and down with a whole bunch of other people. So uh, yeah, that's my two cents on that, Rocky. Okay, okay. Prince Derek Dog, what you thinking? What you thinking? You look like you got a lot to say right now. Uh, well, um, kind of like Troy, I think when we're younger, we kind of imagine what our life is going to be like when we get older and we kind of 
you know, fall into this, this space where we know that we want to be married and we want to have kids and we want to, you know, we start, we start imagining what our life is going to be and we start pursuing that. Um, and I think that every person is entitled to either stick to that plan or, you know, adjust to life as it happens. And so um, when it comes to the question about whether, you know, you'd have a, have a lifetime with one person and finding your happiness with one person or finding happiness in, in you know, consistent flings with several people, I think it really just, um, you know, boils down to you. Like, you're not going to be happy all the time with anybody. Um, whether it's with one partner for the rest of your life, you're going to still have ups and downs with this person. Um, and whether you are committed to not being committed to other people for long-term relationships, that's a choice that you get to make because it's ultimately about what makes you happy, what you can sustain. Um, and, you know, for me, um, when I was growing up, I had imagined, and I think with, with help from, from my parents about, because they knew what kind of career I wanted. And to me, it was like, okay, well, I'm going to be single and chase the bag, live my dreams. And if someone falls into that, they fall into that. If they don't, I, I have to be comfortable being okay with myself, making myself happy, doing the things that I love doing. Um, but as I got older, I realized like, okay, well, I actually like having a partner after experiencing relationships. Like I actually like mm -hmm. having a partner and I like being able to, you know, bounce ideas off of someone I trust. And I like being able to be vulnerable and unmask with someone um, who's able to do the same thing with me. I like the idea of being able to build um, with another person, uh, someone who compliments me and, um, and being able to learn from someone that's walking this journey with me. So mm -hmm. it's all about what, what will ideally make you happy. Does that mean that you're going to be happy all the time? Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's about what, what, what you feel is best for you in your life. And um, for me, what I've learned is that I'm happy when I'm in relationship with someone um, because I know that I, I can, I gain as much as I give. So that'd be my, my take on that. Come on, preach. Okay, okay, okay. I like that. I like that. I mean, that was deep, though. I was, I was, I was in some deep with it. Um, so, Muffy, what you think? Um, so, no, everybody knows I'm probably not gonna say everything that y'all just said. So, <laughs> <laughs> I am literally at my happiest when I am dealing with multiple people. So, I think that what I feel as if like Mary J, Mary J. Blige should have really specified is that if being in a relationship is something that you seek and something that you want to do, then this is, this is what you should acquire to, to do. Because not everybody is happy in a relationship. Like I've had relationships where, you know, like I love the fuck out of this woman, but I was happiest when I had this, this, this that, and that person going around. So it's just like, hey, I know, like, with this one person, I could be happy, but what what's bad about having more happiness in one more than one person? You know, I mean, like, nothing bad about that girl. Go ahead, nothing bad. I, I don't. I I, re I literally try not to spend holidays with people at all that are like outside Ooh. of family and friends because I don't want anyone to feel as if like they're more like on a on a caliber higher than anyone else is in my life. However, you know, like, some people do smooth. slip through cracks. <laughs> smooth. You're smooth with it. Sister, we didn't get no holidays from the jump. 
Well, so, no, it's, know, it's, and it's, you know, the thing is that the holidays are for families and for loved ones and everything like that. And if you are dating around or you're uh, dating multiple people, not saying, because I do believe that you can be in love with more than one person at one time. But if you are dating around and actually, yes. It's a whole lot of love to give. Go ahead. Polyamory is a thing. Yeah. But so, but honestly, like if you, if you're you're not in a relationship during the holidays, then it shouldn't be frowned upon because it is the holiday season because everybody goes through their emotional um, emotions during the holiday time. It shouldn't be frowned upon because even though you know things are not going to go ahead and go further with, you know, Jasmine, then, you know, but you could still, it's okay to spend the holidays with that person because that, that, that person makes you happy. That doesn't necessarily seem as if like, you know, you're not, a, you, you feel like you're not alone or you don't like to be alone, but you know, to each his own. But I think that you should do that. If you, if you're single, spend the holidays with whoever make, moves your spirit. Okay. <laughs> Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, you see your family all the time. So ain't nothing wrong with saying, Grandma, I ain't coming this Christmas. I mean, I could come later, pack my plate up, and I'm going to come and get it. But I'm busy this this Christmas. No, I agree with you on that. I just feel like when you said love more than one person at one time, I was like, wait, whoa. And then you said polygamy. So I'm like, oh, I'll get it. But they all live in the same house, and they all is in the same place together, right. having a Christmas. Not everyone, together. though. I didn't say polygamy. I said polyamory. But with polyamory, what is what? So you're telling me that means that you are in love with more than one person and you're not in a relationship with them? Like, that means you... No, poly, polyamory means that you are able to maintain and sustain romantic relationships with more than one person at a time. Uh, you, wait, wait, so it's not like... Word? So it's not like polygamy, which means you are in love with each other and it's like a whole family y'all together. So, okay, I get it. So there's a difference. Got it. I mean, yeah. I just... They're so close. It's easy yeah. to get that confused. Right. Ooh, come on, get us together. Wait, so say it one more time. What is it called? Polyamory. Polyamory. Ooh, I love it. Come on, we learning today. You come and teach. Okay, come on, teach. I, I think you just. I mean, I guess I. It, you you help me find what I what I do. Mm-hmm. In a word, because I was just like, okay, because I do date multiple people. Because I mean, you know, I can't put my eggs in a basket with everybody. Hello. Okay. Right. But. She said, I'm not going to, you know, that's, look, I'm spelling Rocky too right now, and I'm going to, I'm going to cut, I'm going to cut it right here, okay? Happy Easter. Hey, 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 so you're right, holla at me, what's going <laughs> on, solo, <laughs> baby? Yeah, she said, I'm here, I see you, girl. <laughs> to the room. <laughs> you know we got to say, girl, you know we love you, girl. <laughs> it's a rough day. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, um... For me, I feel like, um, you know, you can love multiple people, but there is only one person that you can be in love with. Um, I think it's easy for you to find love within multiple people because not everybody wants a perfect package. And in order to get that perfect package, you need to get several smaller packages from different people. Not everybody can fulfill you totally. And so um, I can understand loving multiple people for different reasons um but there's only one person who truly understands you and why you are the person you are and accepts you even if you decide to you know be polygamous or polyamorous or whatever um they would accept that because they understand you and that's the person that you would be in love with but they understand that you need additional people to feel completely happy so um 
yeah, but um, I definitely feel Mary J. Blige. Um, you know, you don't necessarily need anybody, you know, um, to define you. And, you know, you can hold on to, you know, loving yourself until you find someone that you truly are in love with. But in the meantime, do um, sort through those packages and find which ones work for you. Can I just say one line that she said, and then we can kick it back to you. I, I know everyone's answered, so let me officially finish this topic, I know, but she said something specifically in the article that I wanted to reread. Um, and it was basically, um, um, oh, here it is. It gets lonely and it gets sad, but I just gotta thug this out until something excellent comes along. Um, maybe Jay Blige says, I don't know when it's gonna happen, but I'd rather be myself than to keep my, making the same mistakes over and over and over again. So I just had to put that out there. Shout out to Mary J. Girl, thug it out. Thug, thug, thug it out. You know, Mary, thug it out, Mary J. Thug it out, girl. You're going to be all right. I, I, I also think um, if, if she's worried about making the same mistakes, she has to, you know, fish in a different pond. So if she's continually fishing the same pond, she's going to keep getting the same type of fish. If you've been fresh water, you might want to try salt water, you know, so... Nothing wrong with that. You might as well take it away, Yuri. Um, since you are fabulous and ready to go, number two. <laughs> okay, so I've, um, I've, we have TTTT for a key coverage. <laughs> okay, so this young couple of two men in the town just um, east of Aaron Mack has had some serious troubles in this pandemic. Aaron Mack appreciates that Fox 5 Cleveland did acknowledge that the couple consists of two men, but didn't scream that it's a gay couple, just a standard living couple. Clearly, they are pictured in the article. Do you feel that this is a positive sign that our society is moving in the right direction and starting to truly appreciate that love is love? Why and why not? Or should media outlets still call out couples as homosexual and show strength in our numbers, making it more clear that we are here and queer and the other um uh, and we are we are here and queer and the others need to get used to it. And why and why not? Um, I think it is definitely smart that the um the article just referred to them as a couple because it gives an even playing field. Like people are people, there's no difference in their love. Gay couple, why can't they just be a couple? It's two people in love. They're a couple. Why have to be a gay couple? Um, so when you take all of those other subtitles out of it, it makes people equal. And that's where you'll start getting equal rights and people start thinking of everyone equally because there's no subtitle. Like when people stop saying trans woman and just say woman, you know, you stop thinking of her as a gay thing or whatever, you think of her as a woman. So, like, um, I, I think it's very smart of them to do that because it's helping normalize it and it's making people, you know, change their, you know, their lingo, their vocabulary, and how they handle people. Um, but I think it's a beautiful article. Let me see what was the other question. And um, is it moving in the right direction? Um, as far as you know, whoever did the article, yeah, does that mean all media outlets? Not necessarily, but hopefully, you know, they follow suit. Um, maybe somebody feel inspired by what they did and see that it was some good feedback and want to join the wagon. 
Um, that's usually what people do. They see something works and they want to, you know, jump in and get the same result. Um, but um, Mm. And no, they did not need to be listed as homosexual or whatever. Um, they didn't, you know, that doesn't help a movement or whatever. Clearly, they're pictured and they're a homosexual couple. So anybody who's wanting to push that movement, they understand what it is. But for the general public, it just needs to be a couple. Um, but yeah, um, I guess, um, Rocky, you got anything you want to say? I know, I heard you talking so that shit. Sorry. Talking that shit, that's what you're talking. Yeah. I was talking that shit, right, right, look. I was trying to figure out what the fuck I was going to say. Um, <laughs> then I forgot what the fuck I was going to say. I was rehearsing. No, yeah, I was rehearsing. I was <laughs> rehearsing. Um, do I think that um, that everything is moving in a positive uh, direction? I really think that um, some, I think society is getting to the point where um, they're able to see that people want to be identified or address a certain way. You know, is um, a lot of people are saying, you know, I, you know, this is who I am, and this is who I am, and this, you know, what I mean. So I think that a lot of people are trying their best to respect uh, what the LGBT LGBTQ um, plus. I'm sorry, guys. Um, what they would uh, want to try and find the word I was trying to say. I don't know. It's just like I just feel like they just they trying to try to make sure that people feel included. So I think that is a positive um, a positive sign. Um, so I just really feel like that with the second part. I feel like um, I mean it depends on like what what they're trying to promote. But then sometimes it's just like what well, people are people. Why can't we just identify people as just who they are? So, and that's it. <laughs> All right, you kept it real cute and sweet for this one. Um, so, what do you think, Miss um, OG Muffet? Mm -hmm. Um, I feel as if like um, this is not in a step of the right direction. And here's why I feel this is because of the fact of like, even though it, it be, I feel this because it's just one person, you know, like I appreciate the, you know, the, the editor of the article that allowed this to come out and everything like that to where they went ahead and did go ahead and didn't just be like, Hey, this is this gay couple. But also I feel as if like, there should be more than just this. Like, honestly, like, I live in Cleveland, and Willoughby is a hop, skip, and a jump away from me, and this is the first that I have ever hearing of any article like this ever. Like, to where they went ahead and described the situation, and it wasn't a gay couple that was going through this. It wasn't a straight couple that was going through this. It was just a couple, you know? Like, I feel as if that's dope in itself, but also I feel as if, like, more, like, if we don't keep putting it in their face, like, hey, we here, and we not going nowhere, and y'all going to respect us whether y'all like it or not, then it's going to go ahead and go null and void, null and void. And that's, and that's just my opinion in itself. Like, 
if we don't continue to differentiate who we are as a people and put our beliefs out there in front of everybody so that everybody can not only understand it, but also begin to see our point of views, then our message is going to get lost. Like, I don't want to be with a woman to be in a relationship. Like, I want to be in a relationship with a woman to be in a relationship with a woman. That's completely different than being in a relationship with a male. So, like, I feel as if we don't separate ourselves from what society deems as normal, because I don't understand why we want to be so normal in itself. Like, if we don't differentiate ourselves from what we we seem to deem as normal, then what are we really fighting for as far as equal rights? Muff, can I I say something? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I I think what makes it, um, what makes it such a hard issue is we always say love is love, and if we don't make it that love is love and our couples are regular, just like everyone else's, we get treated like we're different by getting gay bashed and, you know, harassed because we're not seen as just couples. And I think think that's why I appreciate it. But I understand where the movement part but as far as having the general people respect us as equals i think that's where it's important you know because some people aren't aren't seeing these couples (laughs) some areas in the states don't even see black people so them seeing black people on tv and in articles and seeing just couples listed as couples educates them as this is normal this is okay i don't see it but Everywhere else in the world, this is normal. So now they're educated to just treat you equally instead of, oh, that's a gay couple, you know. Right. And here's the thing: the appreciate, the I appreciate my appreciation level for them not saying like, hey, this is a gay couple. I'm there. I'm all. I'm there. I'm up there with it. And, but as well as when when it comes to certain things, which should be basic human rights, we have to question ourselves as a society as to why is this being t- brought up. Like, for example, um, the whole, like, um, what am I, like, um, the whole, like, you know, what is the, what, what is the Republican Party and the Democratic Party doing for African-American people? Everybody was just, like, so caught up on, like, oh, what the Republican Party is doing and what the Democratic Party is doing. And I'm sitting here, like, well, wait, why is no one sitting here, like, just, like, why do we have to have plans in effect for people that are already people? So that's how I feel about, like, you know what I'm saying, the LGBTQ. Like, why should we have to have plans in effect for people that are already people? Like, this should, like, shit like this, like, with the, you know, them not saying that it's a gay couple, this shit, this shit should have been happening. Like, this, this should be a normal shit. Like, I shouldn't have to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, my gay friend. Like, I shouldn't have to sit here and, sim- and, and, sim- and literally specifically tell you what type of person someone is in order to get you to go ahead and listen to that person or to see about that person or to read about that person. Like, it should be normal. Like, hey, this is just so-and-so. Oh, this is just Rocky, and Rocky's a gay, Rocky's a great writer. Not, oh, this is my gay friend Rocky, and Rocky's a, Rocky's a great gay writer. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there should be, there should have never been a division. So that's why I say, well, that's where my issue lies with the... And you know what's like, so funny? I don't know why, but it just took me back when you just said that. It just hit a, it just struck a nerve. So, um, you know how you have friends that introduce you as this other person. I used to have a friend that introduced me as, "Hey, this is my gay friend Rocky," 
Got something to say, and it's your go, Prince. But talk, you, say something about this before you talk about the topic, because your face and your everything has something to say. Right. Okay. So I just wanted to address. Um, okay, Muffy's comment, and uh, I kind of agree with you, Yuri. But Muffy, you kind of contradicted yourself toward the end, saying that you know it should have always been as just regular couple. Why do you have to create things for people who are already people? But at the same time, the first part of your answer or response to this was that we have to differentiate ourselves or we're not gonna be uh, taken seriously or be respected for who we are. Um, so that was just a contradiction. And I think that there's a lot to unpack there uh, because it does represent the type of movement that we have as LGBTQ people. We, we know that we have to fight for our spaces. We know we have to fight um, for inclusion. However, when we do receive inclusion in certain spaces, when we are, when the labels do come off, because at the end of the day, the LGBTQ community is really fighting for just five letters, the H-U-M-A-N part. So if we're actually moving in that direction where we don't have to be labeled as gay, lesbian, bi, trans, you know, pansexual, or having these different labels added to us or our relationships, when those moments come, then we can't also say, well, why didn't they recognize them as gay? Well, if you look at the picture and you read the article, it, said, it clearly says it's about this man, Chris, and his partner. So you would know that they're in a relationship. You don't have to say that it's a gay relationship because it's, mm -hmm. just, a, it's just a relationship. It's a partnership. And so I appreciated the article um, as it was written. I think that more, more publications should follow that same model. I think that representation for us doesn't always have to come with a label. We just need to be seen. If you see us, if you hear our stories, if you allow us to speak up for ourselves, we don't need you to label us. I don't need someone to say that, oh, this is a bisexual rapper or a gay rapper or a black rapper. You don't have to do those things. Take me for what I'm giving to you. I'm a man standing in front of you and that's all you have. That's all you need. If I'm in a relationship, it's not just it's a gay relationship. No, this is my relationship. And that should be it. Just like you have a relationship with your wife or you have a relationship with your husband or you have a relationship with your kid or you have a relationship with your sister or your brother. Um, so that's, so that moment, and I'm not, you know, jumping on month or anything like that, but that's something that we, we have to look at in totally different scenarios too, not just in this particular article, but as LGBTQ people, what do we really want? Do we want to get to a space where we're not, we don't have to be, you know, um, differentiated or labeled at, or otherized, or do we want to get to a space where we are, I won't say normal because normal is an ideal, but where we're included as far, included and not excluded, not labeled, not otherized, where we're just people. 
we're just human beings. So that's something we just have to decide as a community, what is it that we really want? Do we want to remain separate or do we want to be included? Mm. That's deep. Well, Troy, I know you got a lot on your tongue, so go ahead, wrap it up, please. Oh, watch yourself, okay? Um, so I feel like, um, first and foremost, when you live your life with no labels, you don't worry about the labels that people give you because you don't worry, there is no labels. There's no ceilings, there's no, you know, nothing stopping me. Like, for me, I'm one of those people where I choose the label of pansexuality because it's the closest thing that identifies who I am, but I live my life with no labels and I don't need to be included because I'm already included. If you don't see me, that's on you and I'm waiting for you to figure it out. But I'm already here. I don't need you to call me gay, straight, bi, anything. I just need you to say, hey, sir, with your relationship, sir, with your family or whatever it may be, I don't need... I don't, I don't need no exclusivity to my sexuality because, again, sexuality is just a, a part of who you are, but it's not all of who you are. So I liked how they presented it because I feel like present the story the way that people want it. Some people might say, yes, I'm loud and gay, I'm queer. Put that in the article. Boom, there it go. Some people might say, hey, it's just my partner. If that's what I said, that's what I said. Don't go and say my gay husband or this is a gay relationship. I said my partner. So I feel like it's up to the people who want to put it in the story. Yes, thank you. Shout out to Cleveland for, for, for bringing it up. Um, even you, like you said, Muffy, you're in Cleveland and haven't heard a lot about, haven't heard a lot of things like this. So the fact that you're hearing about it, you know, start somewhere, feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like, but ultimately, it's, to me, the choice is the people who are in the situation. I don't live with labels. I don't, I don't need my sexuality printed inside of anything connected to me, unless I'm speaking about it and supporting it because it needs to be spoken about. Other than that, there's no labels on me. I'm not letting nobody else put no labels on me. Well, I already tell people, oh, go ahead. What, go ahead. Uh -huh, I'm listening. Well, well for, for me, I feel like, um, you know, it, it, it don't need to ever be gay in it because the op it, it gives you the opportunity to get to know the people as an individual because just because you see two men together doesn't necessarily mean it's a gay relationship because some people are in relationships just for, you know, the, 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 the sharing of the minds or whatever. So it doesn't necessarily mean they're sexually involved or whatever. You know, that, that that's also an intimacy um having someone that you can relate to or whatever. Mm -hmm. so that, that's, A sapiosexual yeah. relationship. I was getting ready to say yes. It, it, it definitely exists. We talked about it before in the show. So yes, mm -hmm. um, people have all types of relationships and it doesn't mean that it's sexual. So you're right about that. But let's uh, wrap things up on that one. And what? Move it on to the next. Let's go. <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> so this is called Shut It Down Again. <sighs> Even the size there. Look at it. Uh, CBSnews.com. So in history, most government shutdowns seem to happen when the president is of a different party from the House and or Senate. How do we feel about this next pending government shutdown, my people? How do we feel about this uh, government shutdown threat? Also, this article explains that the current president, President Trump, <clears throat> doesn't want to sign the 600 per adult package because he wants it to be $2,000. House Speaker Pelosi said that he will put, this will, they will put, the possible $2,000 stimulus to vote possibly within this week, right? But at this point, what do you see as a benefit for current President Trump to be in favor of the $2,000 and not wanting to sign the $600? Might this be an altruistic move to most benefit us Americans or not? My turn. First and foremost, President Trump, stop playing these games, bruh. Stop playing. First of all, you waited for it to expire to want to come up with the bullshit. You already getting out of here. Don't delay it any longer. What are you doing? Sign the goddamn paperwork so people can get their money. It's not a joke. You out here in Florida on your goddamn golf course looking all cute and fine with your orange ass self 
and we out here trying to make a living. It's not right. It's not fair, and it don't make no damn sense. You is not the president no more after a couple more days. Sign the damn paperwork so we can get the damn money so we can get what the student think we need to do. What you want us to do, it is fired. It's still shut down. What you want us to do? Come play, play golf with you? You want us to hang out? What's up? Because that's what's going to happen if you don't get it together. You want it to be $2,000. So again, you can delay more shit. You just want to delay, delay, delay. Oh, you want to sing like, oh, I'm so big. I'm so big in America. I want $2,000 for everyone. Bruh, look, my phone is calling. I'm so mad banging on the table. $2,000, listen, it's already set. Your party came up with this $600 months ago, however long ago it did. You approved this months ago. Now you want to backpedal. You out of here. Just sign the band paperwork and move on. Thank you. Sign it. Done. I'm not playing with you no more. Sign, still delivered. I'm yours. Troy Weeks Music. You got something to say? Find me on social media. It's Troy Weeks Music everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Period. Heavy on the eye. I've been waiting on this. I've been waiting on It's benefiting his old orange hat. It's about benefiting America. It's benefiting him. Get your ass up off the golf course and get to work. You need a pen? I got a couple of them right here. Do you need one? So, ooh, okay, Miss Yuri G, talk to me. Sorry. Calm me down. Go ahead. Give me some. Um, I definitely think this is a tactic so that he can still be connected to, you know, the White House. Um, yeah, because if he's the one who initially said 600 is fine, what automatic, you know, what, what has come suddenly to change you? Like, I want to be a little bit more generous, you know? <laughs> um, everything that he's been doing, um, lately has been, um, tactics to, you know, stay there a little bit longer instead of, you know, loading up that truck, you know, so, um, you know, from wanting a, you know, a recount to, you know, not signing off on paperwork, it's clearly, you know, time for him to move on and he's finding a reason to stick around like, well, we can't do nothing until I get done with all the business that's left in an office, you know, <laughs> so um, I think somebody's just going to have to, you know, pick up their mighty pen and override him because he's not going to leave without a fight. Um, and I think he's even threatened that a couple of times that they are not going to be able to get him out of there easy. You know, he's tweeted that before, if I'm correct. So, um, I think... You're going to evict me. Come on. <laughs> I, th I think people need to take what he tweets seriously. Like, if he says he's going to kick a woman in her two child, they need to believe it. <laughs> you know, because... Um, I don't see him doing a lot of form, uh, um, I mean, a lot of false, you know, speeches or whatever about what he's going to do, especially when it comes to disrespecting people and violating. So, mm -hmm. Come on, you we talk about it. I just want to say it and let it be known because we are live that our opinions are those opinions of ourselves that are speaking and that are not averse TV. Just want to, you know, this is why we're here and why we have a platform to say what we want to say. I said it and that's why I say look for me if you want to. Um, so, I'm going to go to uh, Prince on this one, because I see, you know, I pay attention to the camera. I like to see what people, and you're catching my eye with this one. You, talk to me. What, what, are you, what are your feelings and thoughts on this? Um, so Donald Trump at this point um, is a one-term impeached president, right? Um, so <laughs> that's the, now, even though we've had a hard break from reality for the past four years, like that is the reality. Donald Trump is a, is an impeached one-term president. Um, so this is like a last-ditch effort to, one, salvage his legacy. Um, 
And two, it's more so about passing the buck. I don't see Donald Trump asking or requesting that the bill or the uh, stimulus package or the stimulus checks be moved up or bumped up to $2,000 as him being generous. What that does is, if people understand how things are, are signed into law, him not agreeing with the bill means that it go, it, first of all, it has to go through the House first, they vote, and then it goes to the Senate. In order for it to be voted in the Senate, for it to get to the White House for him to sign it, it has to be voted on, and it has to be brought to the floor by Senate Majority Leader um, Mitch McConnell. So whether or not we get this $2,000, even though today, as it was updated, well, I, was, I was reading the update, it has been passed in the House uh, for them to, to shift it from $600 to $2,000. Donald Trump signed it yesterday, approving the $600. Now we have to wait to see if Mitch McConnell is going to bring it to the floor for them to debate it and then vote whether or not the $2,000 will get approved. Once it gets to the White House, Donald Trump will probably sign it. And if he doesn't, who cares? We'll have a new president in less than 30 days. Uh, we'll have a new session in Congress. And um, this was supposed to be a partial package anyway. So we'll be able to get, um, you know, get what we need then. The damage had already been done. Um, the day that he signed the new bill, the old one had already expired. You know, so as far as a pending government shutdown, in reality, the government shut down already. It had shut down for a day and he signed the bill the day after. Um, you know, but that just goes to show that, you know, this president doesn't really care about us. It was never really about the American people, what we needed. Um, it, it's more so about him being able to salvage his legacy, continue to play, play the game, uh, run the gambit and um, have control of the media narrative. This is not the last we're going to see of him. Whether he leaves the White House quietly, um, that you know, that's a sight to be seen. But we do know that this effort for him to maintain control is going to continue past January 20th. Um, and all we can do really is just, you know, pray that we get what we need. We're still alive. We've made it through these past four years, these last four years. We're gonna make it to through some more. You know what I mean? So um, you can't really, you can't really put too much weight on him at this point. Like Donald mm -hmm. Trump is, is an incompetent old man who's trying to grip onto power. What he does from now until January 20th, we shouldn't really care unless our lives are in But gotcha. That's, gotcha. that was my take on the coronavirus bill. If you need it, I understand, you know, holiday people are struggling, people haven't worked, you know, so I'm glad that they were able to move the ball a little further. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that the Democrats were able to negotiate uh, their way back to $2,000, like above the $1,200 stimulus check um, mark. Um, so we'll see when those, I'll believe it when I see it. When that money hit my account, when that ding goes off on this phone, mm. I'll believe it. Talk about it, all right? That's what I'm talking about. Speak the truth, speak the truth. Okay, Rocky Rock, talk to me. I don't trust the son think? of a bitch. Ooh, I don't trust like the son of a red ass, looking like a red ass potato, sweet potato pie ass-looking bitch. Um, he's a manipulator. He's a liar. Um, he's a psychopath. I don't trust, I don't know. I, I mean, if, if it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, I'm not going to hold my breath on it. That's the way I feel. I'm not going to sit there and put all my hopes on a fucked up individual. This motherfucker, this, this nigga needs some medication. He needs something because this motherfucker is not well. He's sick. 
He's sick, and it's, it's time to get the motherfucker out of prayer, out of the the damn White House. I mean, I maybe I shouldn't say this, even if you gotta. I'm not gonna say it, cause y'all ain't gonna be following me and saying crazy shit. But y'all know what I mean. I'm from Chicago. You know what I mean. No, you know what I say. You know what I mean. All right, copy. But anyway, you good? Okay, sorry. All right, cool. Um, Muffy, go ahead and talk to me. Talk to me. Um, I feel as if like knowing what we know from Donald Trump and what I know about what's at stake for, or how we're trying to say how the government, how long the government has to send us out these funds. They cannot send us these funds after January 15th. It's like from January 15th to like another time frame. I think it's like in April. So they can't send us these funds. So knowing Donald Trump the way we know Donald Trump from the past four years, he's been in, in as a as president, as well as beforehand, before he was the president, like this is just him being Donald Trump pet. Like he, I feel as if like he purposely waited and did all of this shit just to go ahead and fuck with the government because he knew the government only had X amount of weeks before they can actually go ahead and send out the money. So I feel as if, like, this is, like, Donald Trump, one of Donald Trump's, like, last fuck to the White House after as, he, as he's on his way out. Like, hey, I don't fuck up what y'all got going on here. In the midst of it, I'm going to make myself look good and tell the Americans, like, I'm trying to get them extra money. Not knowing, like, you know, with us not knowing that it's a time frame that they can get us out this money, that he's fucking with the government and just using us as collateral and us getting more money in the sense of it. Mm-hmm. Sit your ass down, Donald Trump, and get it out of here. You're causing all this confusion and got things all disarrayed that away. Now you know the deadlines is messed up. You were just trying to be a bitch ass. That's hard. Yeah, that's exactly what the fuck he was doing. Like when I read when I read something, uh, when I looked up about the timeline of when the government had the time frame to send us out the money, and when I saw the date. And what I realized that Donald Trump was doing, I was like, this nigga, he takes Teddy to a whole nother level. And it's just like, I shouldn't be surprised because of how his presidential, like his whole presidential, like Ronnie was with us as me and our president. So it's like, we shouldn't be surprised. But at the end of the day, it's just like, damn, like, nigga, you already gone. Like, give it up. Like, why you trying to fuck us up more? Like, yeah, you trying to give us more money, but you trying to, because here's the thing. If, they were to say yes to that to that two thousand dollars. They would have had a little bit under three weeks to give us that money, and the people that did not get that money would have had to jump through bells and hoops to get the fucking money. This nigga shitty. <laughs> Thank you for doing your research on your end. You know what I'm saying? This is why we here. This is why we here. Thank you for doing your research and being able to bring that to the table here. Uh, so thank you all for bringing what you brought today for Homo C. That was super dope. We appreciate you guys for that because today y'all had a little spicy in the room. You know, I can move and see the move. Had a little spicy in the room today. Um, but that's what we, we definitely appreciate that. And uh, anybody watching live or uh, later on, you know, listening in, please like, comment, subscribe. Let us know what you guys think. We love when you guys weigh in. It's week 87. Y'all been watching and tuning in all this time. So, you know, let us know what you think. Verse TV, check us out. Y'all know what to do. Y'all feel me? But, you know, we're going to uh, move things along to our main topic. But thank you guys for tuning in live. We do appreciate you guys for being here, as always. First TV, y'all. We'll see y'all again next week.
on that note. But uh, yeah, we gotta get things, keep things moving for our, our main topic um, of today.